Okay, welcome back to Take Flight Podcast, episode number 14. Woo. So I'm here with myself, Olu, Pabilo, Shuo, and Daniel. How are you guys doing? Happy Friday, guys. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, indeed. Doing well. Good, good, good. So on this week's episode, we're going to be talking about toxic masculinity. Yeah? Deep, 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 deep. One of our listeners messaged me to say, it'll be good to see how you guys deal with toxic masculinity. So we'll go into that. And then lastly, um, we'll end with a book recommendation by myself. So stay tuned and let's get started. Happy Friday. So, guys, how's it going? Toxic yeah, masculinity. Yeah. P, you ready? <laughs> <laughs> the reason I say that is normally um, every Friday or before we start recording on Friday, we put in the group chat sort of agendas and what we're going to talk about. So this week I put in the group chat about the toxic masculinity. It was <laughs> kind of silent in that group chat. Certain man them they... <laughs> It got very silent. <laughs> so, My first question was WTF. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because I guess a lot of people are afraid of the cancel culture. They don't want to get cancelled, yeah? But now, let's keep this open and honest. What does toxic masculinity actually even mean? I don't guys? know. You told me. Yeah, you actually... <laughs> Jesus, yeah. Help, help us by opening up and then we can perhaps... Have you guys even heard of toxic masculinity or is this the first time you've heard it? Or is it just like a buzzword? First time I'm hearing the term. Okay, cool. I've heard, I've heard it before... Um, I can't remember the guy's name. I went to a One Young World conference last year, and the guy, you know, the one who's super ripped, really big uh, black guy in America. He does, um, he was in White Chicks and that oh, was Terry Crews. Terry Crews. Terry Crews. Yeah, so yeah. Terry Crews is a big advocate. Did you, did you say super rich? Ripped, he said. Ripped, ripped, he said. But he, he actually, in the One Young World conference, he came on the stage and he did a great, great speech about toxic masculinity um but i'm not sure ollie will explain it better but i will share mm. the link actually at the end of the mm. um, podcast probably one of the um instagram posts i'll share the link to it yeah so really what toxic masculinity really means and what it's talking about is really referring to harmful behaviors or attributes commonly associated with being a man so a lot of people would say that you need to be aggressive to be a guy or you need to be um, loud and confident. It's basically saying that there's only mm-hmm. one way or one form of being a man. And if you don't meet that form or that um, construct, then you don't define yourself as a masculine sort of man. And then that's why you see people sort of walking around with their chest, feeling like they have to open or have a certain facade to fit in that definition of a man. Ooh, okay. Mm. Whoa. A lot to unpack. So, um, I, I, so I think it sounds like um, it, how I take it is everybody needs to be an alpha male. And if you're not an alpha yes. male, then you're not doing your job as a man. Yes. I yeah. actually remember specifically one point last year, I was looking at myself saying, how can I do things differently? What do I need to do differently to improve, fulfill my potential, help, help others around me? Yeah. And I actually said to myself, I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I have alpha male characteristics. Were you looking and in the I mirror was, when you said this? To yourself. <laughs> 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 no, I'm joking, I'm joking. I said I don't know 
I don't think I'm that kind of person. I don't think some, my friends can say I'm an alpha male. And I wonder if I was to adopt those characteristics, would it make me a better person? Or would I be able to um, be a better person for others? Hmm. And I think being completely honest, I tried to do, not, I think I tried to say, okay, let me try and do a few things to be more of a alpha male, whatever that means at the time, right? So this is a conversation I'm having with myself. And what I concluded um, through the use of reading and also just looking at the world is that the ultimate role to play and to, to move into is to be a servant leader, right? So, um, and then we can move on to that. But I, I, um, I certainly had that, that conversation. Should I be more of an alpha male? So it's... But where, did, where do you think that came from? So for the rest mm -hmm. of the guys, where do you feel like the pressure of the image of a man is created because i, I think, think i think it's i think it's the media you think yeah it's the media? i think so as well media i think i think i think it must have come from if i'm being completely honest looking at perhaps certain moguls or certain figures in in the media and saying if they've achieved that level of success it's probably because you have to adopt a alpha male shark mentality mm. that's what it takes to get there and so that's what is. That's what I need to do next in order to get there. But is, also, it, is it even? Deep? Yeah, go on, sure, sure, go on, go on. Sorry, go, go ahead. No, go on, sure. No, go on. Now I was just gonna say, I think it's also a generational thing as well because I, mm. I remember growing up, my dad would always tell me, "Oh, don't, don't cry like a little girl," kind mm. of thing. If I was like proper sobbing about something, and I think also the generation that he is, there that generation, it wasn't such a, it wasn't a cool thing, or it wasn't a cool thing to show your emotion. It's always important to stay strong. It's always important to and not get upset it's always important to kind of keep a keep a straight face and i feel like the generation that we're in now is the generation where it's really opened up a lot more and people are realizing that showing emotion showing how you feel mm. um whether positive or negative that actually comes from a place of strength rather than a place mm. of weakness and i think it's just it's evolving but yeah i think and and an early one is always the people around you the older people around you in the early phases of your life mm saying certain things that can influence your behavior or yeah, influence it basically. Yeah, because when I think about it, I feel like it's based on archaic, like archaic knowledge and information. So mm. yes, there might have been a time, a long time ago, where it made sense to have what we class as an alpha male. Yeah? Mm. When we were cavemen, you know, like you needed a certain level of aggression dominance. violence yeah dominance. dominance that you needed in that particular time even if you look at so i think it comes from the archaic way of living um sometimes you even see it in religion or in scripture where it sometimes can be tr some people might mistranslate it like to be in the head of the house the head of the like you hear people say a man should be the head of a household mm. um and then people take it in a way where as we sort of grown and develop and life has sort of changed where to be a manager, to be a boss or whatever, you don't have to be a specific gender. Mm. We haven't updated that way of thinking. So yeah. that's just sort of followed us down the path. Um, and me coming from a Nigerian household, I think it's similar to you. Um, um, Shua, where it's like, you need to, you need to be a provider. Like mm. you need to be able to, to be strong. Don't show so much emotions. Um, and then, so no. did, yeah, go on. Mm. Yeah. Now, you know, what's interesting is that, is that I'm, as I'm thinking it through now is I'm, I'm saying to myself, the goal is still the same, but it has to be just done differently. So I believe alpha males with the right intentions 
say to themselves, it's my job to be the provider. It's my job to serve. It's my job to ensure that um, I'm providing direction, providing the vision to my family, to my friends. And by doing that, I have to obviously showcase strength and, and not cry and okay, not show emotion. And I think, I think just just to, just to finish my, my, my thinking, I think that, the goal is still the same. You still have to play that role as a, as a, as a man. It's just the way in which you do it has to change fundamentally. So I still pride myself on wanting to be a leader for my brothers, wanting to be a leader for my family, mm-hmm. uh, my friends around me. Um, but then the way I do it will have to be more openness, more transparency, sh- yeah. sharing with people where I've, where I've failed, where I've taken losses. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm still doing the same thing. I just, I'm just doing it very differently. So I, th- okay. I think... Mm. Pete, a question. You're talking about being the provider. Whether it's true or not at the moment, or you know, I don't. You don't have to confirm. But if your wife was to make more than you, mm. what? How? How would that change? Would that change things? So one thing I'll say is my wife will make more than me. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, the yeah. confidence we need. That's yes. the yeah, exactly. Just, it's just a matter of time. Um, but this is this is. So what? So a couple of things. One thing I say. I had a conversation with someone who, whose wife does make more than them, and he, yeah, a lot more. Okay. Like it's it's ridiculous, um, yeah. and he said actually he he was uh, he was very uncomfortable. He didn't know how to manage that situation, mm. and over time he realized actually it's my job to actually facilitate and show her how to make more. So, mm. um, and I and I and I took that away and I thought that that's a really key insight. To be honest, okay, if you said to me, so I said my wife will eventually make more than me. If you said to me today, um, because again I like to be I like to take that provider role. If Lauren was making ten times more than me, how would I be? I would, I would struggle. I would. And that's the part. And that is basically. We live good though. (laughs) But that is. Yeah. I think. I think what I would do, keeping me honest, I would try to find another pocket where I can play the leader. So I'd almost Mm. be saying to my mind, okay, you you might make ten more, ten times more money. But this is what I'm doing at it. <laughs> but you see, P, that is the part. That is the part where it's like the toxic aspect of it. That is the yes. to- yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and it's true because I would pop. I would feel the same way. Let me like. I would feel the same way. But it's being comfortable enough to say it doesn't make me less of a man just because my wife or my girlfriend is earning more than me. There's other stuff think- that she might be, be that she's better than me that I am, vice versa. So you never know. I could be, I'm not saying I am, but I could be a great chef. So, you know, every time, why, why are you laughing? This... No, I think, that was the, I think that was the wrong example. I think you shouldn't have been... <laughs> I've seen, I've seen your steak. My steak's good. Medium, medium, medium steak. No, it wasn't, it wasn't, yeah. Did you taste it? it? Did you taste it? Uh... <laughs> but no, but it's just, and that's the part where society and our upbringing has created that toxic environment where we feel like, we have to hold that leader role to be a man. Whereas like, I might be a good leader, so let me hold that role. But mm-hmm. my partner might be a better leader than me. And let me feel comfortable with the fact that yeah. she's a better leader than me. And I don't feel less of a man just because... But I think the biggest issue is when you're around your boys, if you, you say, hey, she's picking the check yeah. and everything like that, your boys will be looking at you a certain way. I know you man will be looking at me if every time we went out, my lady was like, "Hey, just pull up my think, card." I don't think she should. I don't think. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna lie. No, okay, so this is the thing. This is the thing. We're talking about. 
So say so Daniel, go ahead. I don't think she should, but you know, I think we need to remember when it's toxic, um, toxic. We need to remember it's harmful behaviors and attitudes comes commonly associated with men. Mm. And I'm I'm a married man, so I think about everything I do. Can my wife survive without me? Meaning, of course, I don't want her to leave me. Yeah. But should should my time on this earth come to an yeah. end? Bro. Can she survive without me? Mm. Like the last few weekends, I was doing some electrics in the house, changing some sockets, and I said, okay, look, this is what I'm doing. I said, let me show you. And then, you know, I'll show you how it's how I'm doing it. We can go through one together and then I'll let you do one and I'll just I'll just um, observe. And that was just something me just showing something, mm. not necessarily that she's going to be doing it, but it's just showing her at least she knows how to do it. Mm. Even changing the tire of the car. If there was a flat tire, does she know how to do it? Just small things that mm. are commonly, commonly associated with what men's roles are. But can your wife also do it? You know, yeah. you want to ensure that should you... God forbid, should you have a, a short life, mm. but we, we don't know. Can she do things without you? you yeah, know, but you that, Daniel, I agree with everything you say, but I'm saying no, it the other way around. I'm saying it more in terms of, let's say you couldn't do that and your wife could do it. Yeah. yeah okay. So I'll, prior I'll to that, yeah. I'll give an example. With our finances, at first I was doing the budgeting. I was doing all of that. Bro, and, and I'm going to cry. I'm going to start crying. God, this is close to my heart. Mm. Hey, God, I'm going Daniel. Go on, run it, Daniel. Run it. I was doing them. And she said, oh, but, you know, we never, like, you just assumed the role. I said, like, okay, I, ne- I didn't think you wanted to do it. And she said, I said, okay, would you like to do it? She said, yeah, I'd like to give it a go. And to be honest, we ain't looked back since. She does them. <laughs> she does them. And the thing is, sometimes you have to take your hats off. If, if they, just because you're a man doesn't mean you can do it better. She does it better mm. than me. Yeah. And I've let her take that role. So mm. anytime on the bike, I'm like, cool, you know the finances. I, I come to you and ask, ask about the money. Mm-mm. I don't have to assume that responsibility. And often it's the man that wants to do it. But I thought, you know what? To be honest, it's relieved a lot of stress for me. Mm-hmm. I let her do it. I gave her receipts. No, remember remember when P remember P when you were getting married and we had that conversation. Yeah, All the yeah, man yeah. them got, got together yeah, and we were talking about and I'm not gonna mention anyone's names that were in the conversation, but we had <laughs> a conversation with the man them and it was about roles in relationship and marriage. Yeah. Mm. And it got a little peak in that conversation. <laughs> it yeah, no, of, no, I think I think yeah. um, I don't want I don't want to sort of delve too much into like uh, marriage relationships and mm. and the roles, but what Daniel was saying is close to my heart because I think again we're talking Daniel in that scenario you you're still acting as the leader right because you was you was strong enough to be able to give up what you've been doing for so long and you know you can do well and say to this this other. A beautiful soul you you take it on or let me show you how to do it so that we both know how to do it together mm. and moving yeah, forward you can do it as well i didn't well. need to show i didn't need her to show i didn't need to show how to do it she scrapped my spreadsheet she started a new one see <laughs> and this is and this is this is what i'm saying this is this is where this is where this is the consequence if you if we because we everybody tells we tell ourselves every single day we're great um we have so much potential we can do so much more um yeah. Look at the examples. And so what we end up doing is justifying to ourselves why I should still have that alpha male mentality, mm. alpha male role. Mm. Um, and if Daniel, if you decided to say to Melissa, no, look, I'm running the finances. You have we lost, have we lost since? We ain't we ain't never lost working with my numbers. <laughs> and if if you'd run that attitude, you would have never seen this opportunity that you're now yeah. saying she's better than you at. Mm. Yeah, so and also it's, this it's it's also opened the opportunity for her because this spreadsheet, she does like a whole year. She was talking to someone on the phone, talking through the spreadsheet, sharing it with them because they needed something Indeed. for their business. And see, if I if that was me, I'd be like, you know, here's a spreadsheet, just take it. Or I probably wouldn't even have been brought into that conversation. But, she, you know, she shared it with someone. She shared it with a lot of people that can potentially benefit from it. Hmm. Yeah, so I, I mean, I mean, and also going back to the other point as well, it's it's th- this, t- today, 
I mean, we're, we're always working on this on this mindset. I think over time, we'll certainly, I say, better perfect how to be more of a servant leader amongst friends, family, and also show people how to do things. But if you went, if you just quickly, just to conclude on that last point, if Lauren made 10 times more than me, I would, I would struggle and say, okay, how, like you would try and find another way to compensate. Um, and so it's letting go. I think we talk about how to, how to improve. It's letting go of, because at the end of the day, it's just me and her. Like no one else is looking. No one else is. So a good question is why do we, where does the pressure we, come from? I yeah, guess that's, why do we hold on to that belief so hard when at the end of the day, it's in, like life is an inside job. It's inside out. I think so it's, it's, it's the pressure. Letting, letting go, I think, is is a, is a big, mm. is a big one of the the underlying behaviors that helps to uh, minimize these toxic behaviors. So, Pete, do you think, or the rest of the guys, do you think there's pressure out there for men to hold this facade of leader? Yeah. And where do you think that comes from? It's the media. It's the I, I when I sorry when I say media. I don't necessarily mean like tabloids or newspapers, but when it comes to adverts, mm. movies as well. Movies, you see a car advert. Is, is why is it why is it predominantly a man? Mm. When it's like a Lynx advert, why is the man like half naked, <laughs> topless? You know, and then women run into no. It's just you know why, why is it always that men are portrayed as some strong dominant being, mm-hmm. and it's I think over the lot you know decades and it's just been ingrained in the media and adverts when you think about something or you see something you can automatically assign a gender or role to it mm-hmm. and i think it's become more harmful when uh, olu you shared a link about the gillette advert which was i think released in january yeah about uh, on this topic and it was almost going through the years of how men responded or reacted to things and almost trying to challenge that so when like two little boys are fly, um, fighting or play fighting and someone says, oh, boys will be boys. But then at the end of the advert, a man comes to break it up. When a woman's walking down the street, a man just looks at them and stares at them in, you know, obviously in, in a crude in a crude manner. And a guy comes and says, no, 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 that's not right. But why is it that if we see it, you know, we've all seen builders... You see a woman. I I like I like to watch builders. I'm walking. No, no that sounds a bit wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, let me rephrase. I'm walking down the road. I could be walking behind a woman, and then I'll be walking past the building site. So could be in London, wherever it is, mm. and I just look at the builders, and you just see all of them tapping their colleague, saying, "Oh, look, 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 look," mm. and the, the 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 look that they give them is just disgusting. Mm. Because think about it. Imagine that was your mum, your sister. Yeah, your but mom, those. Yeah, mom. but listen. You can't fault those guys, man. Those guys are working Why together. Why can't? Bunch of... Why because can't? I'm just being real. What I'm saying is that all day long, yeah, they're staring. All, all day, all day, all day long, they're working. They're working alongside each other. They're they're crammed up in that van. They they when they when they kneel down, their bums are showing. That's all they see, right? So when they, when a, when a woman goes past, it gives them something in their day no, just see, smile. That's, that's why I challenge you. I still think that's wrong. I don't yeah, agree. That's right. Because I don't think that right. I'm not saying it's right, but what I'm saying to you is that yeah. why are you surprised? Because if you were not, I think it's, 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 it's wearing that luminous jacket as well, showing your bum. Trust me as well, you be looking. Well, so I don't think surprised. it's about it's not about surprises that there needs to be change. There needs to be change. It's in not surprising it. because the media has made us think it's acceptable and mm-hmm. it's normal. But imagine a group of women looking at a man like a piece of meat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that. I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not nice. No, it's not nice like you, you, any direction. Even when you talk to you, even when you talk to um, some of your female friends, and you ask them, "How is a night out?" 
like just a normal a day in their life yeah and they tell you how much unwanted attention that they get we don't experience as guys maybe p does because you know he's a handsome <laughs> he's a handsome lad <laughs> <laughs> But but no, on the norm, we don't get that unwanted attention. And you can imagine a woman going out and getting four, five, six in a day unwanted attention. Like, it's, that's difficult to live with. And we've never seen that because the way, like you guys have mentioned, media as portrayed is, yes, we should be... Like, we were raised, we were raised in a messed up society where media played media normalized a lot of things that we did or whatever and now that we're changing or society's changing we're realizing oh you know what this was messed up so we need to listen to like whatever whenever anyone shares the experience we can't sort of judge and say oh now you don't feel like that you're overreacting no we need to listen to that person's experience and be able to say okay you know what maybe us as men were wrong and let's see how we can help, how we can change. How it's similar to like racism, where black people yeah. share their experience, and you're like, some people might say, "Oh, I don't know what you're talking about," but no, we're going through it. We're living that. So okay, I understand. Let me now try and adapt and change the way my views were. Yeah, I, I also I also feel maybe in some cases, I, I, not person, not from a personal experience, but the behaviors, those toxic behaviors, can also it's a two way it's a two way thing. So. On one hand, the man puts pressure on himself to fulfill this role he believes he needs to fulfill because that's what he's seen in the media. On the other hand, the woman can sometimes also put that pressure in directly or indirectly because she says, you're supposed to provide. You're supposed to take care of business. You're supposed to handle. So I think... It needs to work both ways. It needs to work both ways. And to your point, Olu, it's about turning turning down the noise from the outside and just working, working together between the two of you on what makes you both tick mm. and, and, and letting that satisfy you. So, um, yeah, so it's, it's a two-way it's a two way thing. But I think, again, openness and a discussion, like what we're doing now, this is certainly going to be something which is valuable for us because we're mm. going to walk away from this episode and say, okay, how can I perhaps do things differently? How can I, mm. how can I catch myself when I think I'm being in that situation where I'm, where I'm adopting behaviours yeah. which are quite toxic? Do you think there's any positives, and you, there might not be, but do you think there's any pros to being what they class as a toxic masculinity? Mm. Do you feel like it's one of those things that we just need to cancel? Or do you just feel like... And when I'm saying, obviously, there's different levels of toxic masculinity, but do you guys... Because you know, Daniel, like you mentioned, the Gillette advert, they've yeah. got a lot of backlash as well from certain men saying, oh, now you guys are not against the uh, typical macho man. It's, so how do you? Yeah. It's, it, it it comes to a balance, and I thought also also believe it's with toxic masculinity. Uh, toxic masculinity, it suppresses the emotional bearing or avoidance of emotional uh, expression, mm. because as the ad, advert evokes, is people can't express how, and I think it, all, it comes borderline bullying. I said that with the example of the boy being chased and when you're an over-assertive, dominant male, you can come across as dominating, domineering um, and almost like a dictator. Mm. And someone can feel bullied. Someone who isn't as confident as you, it could be even another male. And that's essentially bullying. But also the suppression of expression emotionally can also be detrimental because I feel as though it does lead to when it's toxic masculinity, 
or someone who isn't. They don't feel as though they can express themselves emotionally. So how they're really feeling. Yeah. Like he was mentioning, you can't express that, you know, you know, it was a difficult day. I found this challenging because you feel as though you have to live up to the roles or expectations of a man that media has Always betrayed. in control, always got it. Yeah. yeah. But how about if you had a bad day? You know, you feel emotionally joint. You just you feel like you had a bad day. You don't feel like, you know, you won the day, the day ran you. Um, you know, you're, you're, cha- you're, you're, challenged, you're being challenged with certain things and you don't know, you can't, you're not supposed to voice it. You're not supposed to, or you're not allowed or encouraged to voice it. And it, and it can be quite damaging. Mm. So how do you guys think um, it can be addressed or it can be, how do we get to a better place when it comes to toxic masculinity or at least, and I think we've talked about some of that, but or rid toxic masculinity mm-hmm. or is it something that cannot be rid? Um, I think, I, I think personally is something like any toxic behavior. I think the best way to get rid of it is first of all, try to work on yourself. So if there's any moment that you catch yourself saying a comment or thinking a certain way, be aware of that and the impact that it would it would have on the people around you. And then also on externally, if you see other people doing something mm. or saying something inappropriate, which just doesn't make any sense and it's having a negative effect on the people around them, call them out on it. Just say, look, what you're saying actually doesn't make any sense. And nine times out of 10, when you challenge people on something that they're saying wrong, they instantly retract it and say, oh, I'm sorry. People don't tend to push it after that. So I'd always try to work on it internally. And then if you do spot it around you, um, call, call people out on it. I think, you, yeah, sure, you, t- you hit a nail on the head. It's calling people out. Because if it was something, a racial comment that you didn't agree with and you stood up for it, you would speak up or I hope people would speak up. Yeah, for sure. And, and it's, the same, it's the same way that if people are making derogatory terms or, you know, looking at or you know sexualizing a woman as uh, as an object mm. it's it's not nice and i would speak up or it's even not even laughing at jokes that people make mm. or comments you say no nah, nah, that's not right that's not right and the immediate thing could be like what do you mean that's not right you're a guy what what do you mean it's not right it's it's normal but no it's, it's not right it's point blank period not right mm. yeah for me is um so masculinity is not something to be and as people are listening i don't think any of us are saying masculinity is something that we should be against like definitely definitely there's stuff that we are masculine about and we should be happy about and celebrate because we were born a certain way people were born a certain way some aspects of it is masculine in certain sense i guess the big piece i think plays is media and i think we're starting to do a better job um and it's more creating different characteristics and showing different characteristics of what a man is so not just having one uh, image of what a alpha male should be but showing okay this guy is uh is still a masculine man but his wife is the breadwinner of the house and he's comfortable in his skin he's comfortable he plays whatever he feels comfortable in his role um so i think the media will play a big part as we see media updating and changing um it would then help the younger generation. Because unfortunately, I think with everything, you have multiple stages. You have a generation, which is like too late. <laughs> it's just too <laughs> late for them. Like they were, they were brought up in a certain time. You can, you can tell them, hey, don't say this, whatever. It's just too late. There's another yeah. generation where, yes, you need to educate them so that they're not corrupted by the older generation. And then there's a younger generation where those are going to be... There's still the some future. hope. There's still hope. <laughs> they're going to be the future. <laughs> 
So by the media portraying a certain way, by the time they grow into adults, the whole world will change. Because I feel like everything that happens in life is just a reaction to the previous like media or whatever. So we're seeing this because yep. of, we're seeing like the Me Too mo- uh, movement and everything because of the fact that the way people were raised back in the day based on the media and everything, this sort of behavior was normalized. Yeah. Now that we're updating it, five, 10 years down the line, we're going to see an improvement, um, better equality and everything. So yeah, that's my view. I think, yeah, I think um, for me, in terms of when you asked the question about how how can we pr- improve and, and, and progress in the right direction, I think we all have the resp- we all have to take the responsibility of keeping an open mind. So let's say, for example, I take someone out there that is quite an alpha male. I think that person uh, is should take the responsibility to keep an open mind and try to discover what could be the benefits and the values if I was to do things differently. For example, like, and you hear Daniel's story where he shared what he what he knows with finances with Melissa, and now Melissa can do it better than him. So now they both benefit from from this. Um, so I think I think it's about exploring and trying to understand. Okay, if I change my methods and my thinking a little bit, what could it? What more? What benefit or more, more value can I unlock? And then and then it's up to the person whether they want to um, change or stay the way they are. But I think I think an open mind um, exploring and having discussions. Mm-mm. But it's um it, it's can I mean this is something I we're talking about. I'm a firm believer you can only change one behavior at a time, and it also takes a long time. Uh, to change these behaviors so it's a it's a, a couple years before you really start seeing um differences yeah mm. and i think as us guys we need to talk a lot more to each other like other guys i think uh, one of the biggest part with masculinity is or toxic masculinity is that we're not allowed to show pain or fear the emotional aspect of it so sometimes it's really speaking to your friend and say yo is everything okay like yeah let stuff off your chest, you know? Yeah, it's true. I, I don't it's think we do a good job at that. You know, you know, you know, sorry, just on that point, you know what's funny? I don't think I've... We asked each other, like all three of us, we asked each other, how's it going? But I don't think we've ever... Unless I've said to you something's up, then you've said to me, what's going on? Tell me. But I don't think we've ever approached any of us and said, um, how are you? Because we always I, make something... I tried to call you this week, you didn't pick up my call. <laughs> Were you going through something or were you trying to check in? Which one was it? You see my response? I said, I wasn't going through something. So it's it's like, yeah. I, I always make the assumption, you guys are always good. So yeah. whenever we talk, I expect <laughs> to only hear... You still didn't return the call. You still didn't return the call. But behind <laughs> this mask would be something skin deep. You only <laughs> see me skin deep, Pete. You only see me skin deep. Uh, let me call you now. Let me call you no, now. No, no, that's cool. It's cool. No, no, no. I'm not picking up. No, but, um, <laughs> no. I, 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 no so now you make me feel bad because what you're basically you saying should, is that you, you, you have something bad. to talk about. You should, you should feel bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool. <laughs> it's, 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 it's because the, I read something yesterday, um, and it was two in five people can't remember the last time someone asked them, "How are you?" face to face. And yeah, just for a second, that's, I wanna, that's I wanna, actually I wanna, deep, man. Wait, wait. Real quick, I want to recognize what's just happened. Daniel Daniel reached out. I can't even remember why I didn't pick up or, what, or if I missed the call. But what I'm saying is... You said you're getting ready for a court, a meeting or something. It so was... It was okay. But what I'm saying is that my first thought is not, is something up? Because we don't, I don't think that way. I'm thinking, yo, I'll hit him up after, man. I'll talk to him later. Hmm. So... <laughs> So no, it's it's yeah, it's been, I think it's been, I think it's having that that thought because like I would never think Shaw's got anything going on. 
anything. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, seriously. If 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 he called me and say, "Yo, P," yeah, I'd be like, "Huh?" <laughs> so even even that changing the mindset in that we can actually have these moments where we need to discuss and. But now this is a. We lost it, but it's quite serious. No, this no, is definitely sure. serious. It's very actually, serious. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to name who it was, but there's someone very close to my life that, for years, I always assumed that they were cool for years and years and years, and during that period they went through some like up and down patches, and I never knew. Mm. And there was just one time where I just said to them, "Bro, like, how how are you actually doing? Like, is everything cool?" And then he broke down to me what had happened to him in the previous 18 months. So he just didn't feel comfortable sharing with anybody, right? Not even his family, and that made me realize like. I need to really be more aware of the people around me and try and pick up the signals. Because also when you're talking to people, sometimes they're, they're saying, yeah, yeah, I'm cool. But you know something's just not right. Signals drop, um, yeah. So just at least being open-minded enough to just double check and be like, okay, are you, are you actually cool? Is everything okay? And then being like actually just there to listen. Sometimes people don't even want to hear any advice. They just want to explain what their problem is and just have that heard by someone else. Yeah. So just uh, being open-minded enough to do that. I, I really opened my own eyes to realizing... How how could I have missed that? And I wish I had known earlier, so I could have helped him in a different way. So. And yeah, we need we need yeah. more reflection points as men. We need yeah. because we're racing. So I keep I, like Daniel telling me now, yo, P, I tried to call you. I actually feel it right now because we're racing, racing, That's fine. That's fine. I that. But we're racing and we're saying, look, this is the role I got to play as a man, and I'm off. Boom, 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 boom. Mm. And we're not taking. We do take time out, but maybe not. It's not maybe more time or maybe purposely to say, okay, let me reflect on who I need to check with or just. But it's nice. It's a, it's for, it'll be forever a work in progress. And you'd you'll be surprised how much, like Shua mentioned, that person just needed to vent or tell someone that um, what's going on in their life. I'm not the best when it comes to, I'll say, listening in terms of I'm always like solution oriented. Whereas like someone tells me so what's going on in their life and I'm like, okay, what's the solution? Okay, what are we going to do? And then sometimes that's not the right answer. Sometimes it's just, they just need someone to listen. So I think as men, as just people in general, find someone to talk to. When it gets so much, find someone. To, and it doesn't have to be family or friends because sometimes people find it harder to talk to family or friends mm. because you've always held this facade or this image of I'm okay, I'm good. But even if it's like, therapy or calling someone that or whatever just speak to someone about it yeah. because you'd be surprised how many people are going through the same thing or how good it just feels to let off that load so yeah for sure mm-hmm. i think we need to do an episode where we maybe not even an episode but just a core uh, uh group chat where we just ask each other how is everyone doing and just have like an honest conversation yeah, but, then, but then it's gonna be fake <laughs> no 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 that's why i said no no podcast that's what i'm yeah, saying no a podcast just a conversation just to check in so p after this podcast, return that call to Daniel. He's no, not some, right now. It, got, needs to, it needs to be. It needs to be organic. It needs to be organic. <laughs> he's got stuff to get off his chest. So well, I, can, I, can, I can see in P's face. He definitely felt that comment from Daniel. One hundred percent. No, because you know what I'm doing now. I'm mean, I'm going through my mind, thinking, yo, uh, what are the things that potentially? Anyways, but that's off this. <laughs> yeah. So, yo, Daniel, on on a. Maybe hit me up tomorrow, innit? Don't make it so random. Hit <laughs> 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 me up tomorrow at four o'clock. Don't make it so random. Let's talk. <laughs> Cool. Cool. So let's move on. Um, I think that was a great topic. Um, Let's move on now to the book recommendation, which will be Mm. taken by me. So on this week's episode, we're going to talk about controversial book you shared this week. Last time, the one you did, the one you did last time, Ollie, was really, really cool. So no, I got some really good feedback about that. You know, a few people are getting that book and everything, and we're going to provide a link 
to people where they can buy these books from. So, mm, you know, shout we'll, out we'll, Amazon. We'll, we'll um, share some of the links of where we have our books and you can purchase from yeah. there. Um, but on this week's episode, I'm going to move away from relationship, you know. Um, we're going to, I think we need to do an episode about relationship, you know. What, we keep talking about it, but we need to do one. There's, a, there's, a, there's a lot to unpack let's, in that episode, my brother. For that, one, that, for that, we need to do a poll whether people want an episode on relationships. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. Hey, relationships. Yeah, yeah. There's <laughs> a lot to unpack. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think we'll do. But on this week's episode, I'm gonna change um change suit and I'm gonna do a book review on the four hour work week by Tim Ferriss. So I think a few of the people on this call or <laughs> on this podcast <laughs> have you read <laughs> well, you want to... <laughs> strong opinions on this book. <laughs> you went to the relationship book. So the book really talks about, and it's got like a subtitle where it says, escape the nine to five, live anywhere and join the new rich. Aye. So <laughs> let's wait, wait. Love yeah. that last six months. Wait, huh? Question, wait, question, question. Yeah. We've all read that book, right? Sure. You've got that book. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You've got yeah that, I've, I've, got actually, that I've been reading it uh, recently, the last couple of weeks. Okay. Pete, you finished the book. What do you mean about finished the book? What are you trying to say? I'm, not, not, not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just asking. Have you finished yeah, the no, book? No, no, no. Yeah, no, I have. I read it. You finished yeah, the book? Yeah, yeah, I finished it. Yeah, yeah. So why are you still I working couple, 9 to 5? Huh? <laughs> why are you both still working 9 to 5? You know why that's so good, yeah? Because mm, I think that's what you have to be careful about the book. You have to be yeah, careful about yeah, the book, yeah? Because all, don't be naive. Answer, yeah, go on. The answer to that question has nothing to do with, with reading any book. So we can yeah. actually address that. And another episode, which I think is a different title. But no, it's good that you mentioned that, Daniel, because one thing that you want to understand is... About why am I still working? Is it possible... <laughs> trying to... Yo. <laughs> no, I'm that... on my way, bro. All right? I'm on my way. You're working on it. <laughs> no. So no, I, I say, Daniel, to answer that question, yeah. Is it possible to escape the nine to five? Yes. And follow a lot of the methodologies in this book? Yes. But can everyone do it? No. Like, and you can't be naive to think just by reading this book, everyone can do it. Yeah. You've killed a lot of hopes there. No, right? no, no. But it's like, because <laughs> I, I hate sometimes when people read a certain book here yeah, and they're like, oh, I'm going to, nah, not everyone can. There's a lot of stuff that this book talks about, which is good to know and it helps you, but doesn't mean you're going to completely escape the nine to five unless you put some real work into it and we can go into it. Yeah. Okay. The first question I got for you is. But what you mean to, what you mean to say is everybody has the, the possibility to do it, but just for me, economical standpoint like businesses and companies around the world it's not going to happen for everyone yeah and uh, uh, ability yes if they put the ten thousand hours in remember my ten thousand hours <laughs> you have to put hours in hours, yeah. i need more than so, ten thousand hours but trust so me, the bro. key thing i'll say is um i'm gonna ask you guys a question <laughs> if if daniel is earning 150k a year why know? if if daniel's earning and i'm earning 50k a year who's richer Depends who has more time. Yeah, huh? depends who needs See, to put in. It's tough to do this book review because you guys have read the book, yeah. No, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. It, it, it depends. depends. Yeah, and it all depends because on rich, because rich has nothing to do with with uh, monetary value. Exactly, so and that's what the book. Time. That's what the book breaks down. It first talks about. Speak, say that again for the listeners at the back. Uh, rich has nothing to do with monetary value. It really depends on who has more time. Ol, uh, do you know what? Olu's pissed because we messed up. We messed up the point he was trying to make. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, what's the point? What's the point? What's no, the point? So the point is, and what the book does is, it breaks down that it's not just about the monetary amount that you earn, but it's got. It breaks down that there's two elements that come into it. So if the person, let's say for example myself, I earn 50k. I I only work two hours a week. Yeah, mm. and Daniel who earns 150 is working 80 hours a week. Mm. 
If you start to look at how much we're earning per hour, you've got me earning around 480 per hour and Daniel only earning 300, uh, sorry, only earning 36 pounds an hour. So automatically, if you start looking at the relative amount, I'm richer. Also, so it's just what P said. Also, it breaks down (laughs) and goes into the philosophy of where do you live? So Daniel living in London, I might be living in somewhere like Bali where it's cheaper. So he goes for a meal. He's paying a crazy amount. His rent is... 10 times as expensive as mine. I'm mm. paying chicken change for a meal, like 20 pounds for a meal. He's paying, you know, Daniel likes fancy steaks and all of that stuff. So maybe like, like steak, <laughs> maybe 200. <laughs> um, so it, it takes into, it's basically, instead of looking at your income, it starts to talk about a concept called relative income. So mm. it takes into like cost of living, um, how many hours you're doing. So that's what it says is new rich is really about time. How much time you spend um, and how valuable your time is. Mm. Then it starts to go into another sort of concept, which it talks about breaks, talks about time is around two elements. When you look at time, you should be only really thinking about two things, elimination and outsourcing. So those are like two key concepts that the book continuously preaches. So when it comes about elimination is the 80, 20, Yeah, you're inside it. Yeah, is it someone calling from Nigeria? International call. (laughs) So when it talks about the elimination, it talks about really the eighty twenty rule. So Mm -hmm. I think a lot of times we don't stop to think and say, okay, what is this eighty twenty rule? So we find out in the book it talks about most of his profit and most of his money comes from twenty percent of what he spends time on, twenty percent of the channels. Yeah, that eighty percent of stuff. It's not generating any money. It's just wasting his time. So how much time at work do we go around and say, you know what? Do I need to spend all this time doing this? Can't I just eliminate this? And this 20% of time is going to give you what you need. Preach. And I think work does this a lot of time where it doesn't reward people for being productive and efficient. It is like you, you, you're told you go to work for eight hours. Yeah. If you were able to finish your work in an hour, what you needed to do for an hour, your manager's not going to say, hey, go home, you know, you're done for the day, chill, peace. Nah, you're going to be rewarded by having more stuff put on your plate and more stuff put on your plate and more stuff put on the plate. So there's no real reward mechanism for being productive. And then the big thing also it talks about is outsourcing. So I just, just quickly, just yeah, one, just yeah, a slight, yeah. interju- slight interjection there. Um, ultimately, what you've, what you've summarized is the difference between uh, an employee and someone that, um, an entrepreneur. Yeah. An entrepreneur is, is looking to get paid off results. Yeah. An employee is basically getting paid off their time. So yeah. that's why, in essence, what it translates into is the more hours I do, which doesn't make any sense, but in terms of what the more hours I do, the more productive or busy mm. I seem. So that's what that's what kind of is the, the badge of honor at work. Whereas <laughs> to your point, the elimination is looking mm. for results, better results. For sure. And I know of elim- elimination, automation, and outsourcing, I'm gonna get paid a better rate. And have more time. So it's, it's sure. results focused versus time. Mm. And then the guy with his book and what he talks about is outsourcing responsibilities and tasks. So I remember the first time I got a cleaner. Yeah. My my brothers Baller. my brothers would give me a hard time like Game yo. Changer, they Game were like, changer. yo, why are you why are you getting a cleaner? You're so lazy, man. Wake up and clean the house or whatever. And I was like, nah, my time is worth more than the ten pound an hour that I give to that. Um, to the cleaner to clean my apartment mm. and it's like 
how you start to value because there are certain people that will say oh i spent the whole day cutting the lawn yeah true, true. <laughs> yeah yeah and no. it's like only real talk keep going keep going so it's like wait <laughs> you could have paid 20 pounds to get someone to do that you ended up spending the whole day what 11 hours doing that when you're tired paid, and you're tired when instead Black of that, probably busted up as well. Exactly. Instead of <laughs> that, Ola, you, do you want to? The thing is, what you're what you're getting onto, yeah, is this is such a key mm. um, thing for us all to do, which yeah. is not. I don't think any of us have done it, and we haven't been taught to do this, right? Mm. Is we need to under, we need to put a, a, a value on our time. Yeah. yeah. Right. So if I ask you today, what is the price of your time? What does it cost for? You may say um, every hour for me costs a hundred a hundred pounds, mm. and so all of your activities are now going to be measured up against. If I spend, yeah. if I spend ten hours on my phone, then that's how much time you're wasting. That's how much money you're effectively wasting. Yeah. So it's really, it's really about we need to, and it depends on how you see your self worth and what you believe that you are, and how, and 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 how much you're worth. Mm. And so, value your time. You have to or, put a value or, in your time. Or even think about it this way: you, everyone has eighty-six thousand four hundred pounds, dollars, yen, francs a day, and that's the number of seconds in a day. And you get that every single day. Mm. So how much of that are you are you wasting? So think about even from the time you woke up this morning to now, how much have you spent and how much will even yield a profit or return? And if you come to the mindset of actually valuing or putting a value price tag on every second, every minute, I think you'll quickly be very careful about what you spend your time on and who you spend your time with mm-hmm. and how much effort you put into that interaction. Yeah. Mm. So that outsourcing thing is something I've I've been starting to get big on, especially with sort of cleaning. Like, let's say, for example, I want to put together a website. Instead of me sitting there spending three, four days doing it, there's a website called Fiverr where you can find consultants that will do that work for you and you can look at their previous work, etc. And I think it's something that we want to get comfortable with. Unfortunately, I'm not able to sort of outsource my nine to five job. I think that's one of the re- <laughs> that's one of the reasons I'm still doing a nine to five. <laughs> Otherwise, I could find someone in KL or Malaysia or somewhere to do my work, and I'll just chill and do other stuff. On 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 the, on the subject of valuing time and putting a price tag, we've all got iPhones. Mm. We've all got screen time. Yeah. Let's go right now and see where the majority of our time was spent this week. And you know what? That's easy. Actually, <laughs> all right, let's do that. Let's do that's that. Easy. Actually, you, you know why I find that dope, yeah? Or settings, I find it funny settings. because every week, yeah, it shows me that it's gone down. But let's go. Settings, where do you go? Yeah, same, okay. same. Settings, where do you go next? Uh, boy. Uh... Oh, it's, it should be on your home. It should be, you should see screen time. Yeah, so your... settings, and then it should be in a second chunk under notifications, sounds, and haptics. Do not disturb screen time. Okay, okay. so how do I, so I click and on this? And then you um, select your device at the top, your name. So last seven days or just today? Let's um, do last seven days. Last seven days. Okay. Ooh, oh, I know why. My, <laughs> you know why mine's bad, but I know. But I know why it's bad, so. Okay. Okay. Sure, you go first. Bruh, I don't even know if this is right. But it's, like, right. <laughs> it's right. It's right. It's right. Numbers don't lie. Numbers don't lie. So actually, for me, um, my in the last seven days, my average is three hours, 47 minutes. Okay. But wait, I, would, wait, wait. I would... Wait, three hours? Is that the big number up here? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Oh shoot. So I think okay, the reason, and actually, I don't know. I'll show you guys if you can see there. You see, there's that one big day at the end. Mm. And basically, just to add as a disclaimer, last Sunday, um, I was traveling, flying, and I had a long train. And during that day, 
I was watching Netflix movies, so that's why it's above. So typically, no, no, no. What about what about the pickups? Wait, 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 wait. So who's getting? Who's getting? Wait, 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 wait. wait. You said the big number: three hours forty-seven minutes. Yeah. And what was your most used? And how? What was the hour? Oh, Daniel, you're you're putting me on here. You're putting me on. I call most used, right? Seven hours fifty-four minutes. Instagram. But can I just say? Can I just say? Also, another disclaimer. I'm responsible for taking my Instagram page. So I, I just I define it more as a work as a job. But yeah, that was my number. You know why this is so bad, yeah? Because she was sat out now these numbers. I'm like, this is nothing in comparison. Not Instagram pop, but in terms of my hours. But I know why. I know why. Explanations. Okay, find one. So okay, let's do this. Let's do three KPIs. So one, the average time. So I just told you three hours forty-seven. Two, most used app, Instagram, seven hours. And then the final one, pickups. I averaged 92 pickups per day. Ooh. Okay, cool. I'm less than so you that next? one. I'll go next. I'll go next. So my... It's not, per... it's not a competition. You just got to read your numbers. <laughs> <laughs> so it's my not... per day is eight hours. Oh, what? my God. I'll tell you why. Now, do you want to know what my number one is? I'm going to tell you what my number one is. Let me tell you what my number one is. Make my judgment. So my number one is YouTube. 25 minutes uh, 20, 20, oh. my first one is youtube 25 out youtube you oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> youtube which is 25 hours and that's oh. simple so i listen to all my podcasts and everything on youtube okay, so that makes so whenever i drive to work okay okay, okay. no 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 that's simple because you think when i drive to work back and forth that's two hours yo let me finish let me explain myself yeah don't just context is key yeah but when I drive, remember when we were talking about your, your morning routines. So when mm. I drive to work, I go on to YouTube and I'll look at like entrepreneur videos, like yeah, videos yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. Okay, so cool, that's cool. why my YouTube cool. was high. Oh, cool. And then my pickup is 64. Okay, solid. So it's less. Hey, so what's yeah. yours? I'm four hours and 20 minutes per day. Yeah. <laughs> Instagram. Yeesh. Yeah. 12 hours, 21 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, nah, so what's your what's your disclaimer? What I'm gonna say is if you want to manage to take flight podcast Instagram page, just shout me. <laughs> let me, let me tell you guys. Let me tell you guys why. There's only one reason why. No, 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 no. We don't need to hear the context. You don't want to hear my context. No <laughs> money out. It's been about Nipsey Hustle. Rest in peace. Okay. How many pickups? Ninety six. Ish. You guys need to put your phone down, man. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so my screen time is three hours twenty seven minutes per day. Mm. Uh, most uses Instagram nine hours thirty eight minutes, ah! <laughs> and I have I have four accounts on Instagram. I've got my photography, I've got my food, so don't even try nothing. Don't yeah, remember, don't remember, matter. remember Daniel's, remember Daniel's Nigerian, yeah. So he's got his fraud account as well, yeah. You got your fraud account, yeah. Um, 86 pickups per day. Okay, so my pickups not bad. This we're gonna we're gonna check. Um, next week where we all stand because I'm no. telling you guys now I don't like these numbers compared to you guys. Yeah, next week. You know why it's so bad, yeah? I'm just going to add one final thing while we, before we close this topic. So this is my main phone, but I also have another phone. Bring it down. Bring that one down. So then if I, if I compare the two, I've got a problem, guys. Got... Okay, so actually, so just, just for the listeners, just for, for the listeners, I have my work phone, and then I also have my own personal phone, right? So my So the stats I gave you before, my personal phone, and just now, I was sitting here thinking, do I tell him I've got the other one or no? <laughs> okay. You know what's funny? You know what's funny you say that? I was actually going to reduce my Instagram time. I was thinking, this sounds too mad compared to you guys. <laughs> now, let's be real. Let's be real. All right, cool. So on my other phone, the second phone, 
average screen time per day, one hour 45. So if I combine the two, that's probably more than five hours a day. Yes. Then, more than then most used Instagram, two hours. So if mm. I combine that with the other phone, that's nearly 10 hours Instagram. Yes. So in the in the work and my work phone, pickups per day, 118. So yeah, but that's work emails. Work emails uh, and stuff. So I allow you the yeah, disclaimer. That's true, that's true, one, one thing I wanted to add, uh, just to share as, as, a, as, a, as, a, as a struggle or a challenge, and it relates to the pickups, is what I've found over the last, probably even the last year, I don't know if you guys experienced the same, um, which is, because sure, interesting you said that you got you have a lot of pickups from when you're at work. And what I find is a couple of things. Is one, well, you're not necessarily so engaged in work, you find yourself picking up your phone a number of times. But the second thing is, and this is about developing a particular muscle to see things through. What, what I find is that if I'm starting a particular task or I'm, I'm working on a particular model, when I get stuck, I pick up my phone and go on Instagram, yeah. right? And so I, I have, have caught myself in saying I'm now, it's like a basically, I'm kind of like backing out and like quitting when I, when I should just stick with what I'm doing and persevere. Yeah. So I don't know if anyone else is experiencing well, that, not only on the call, but, but, but as a listener. But I, um, sorry, sure. And it's, it's, I think it's really, really fun. I, re I think it's really, really important to catch it because effectively you're breaking your focus mm -hmm. and you're losing so much value in what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And, and we've, and we've all, we've always, we've also, I've all, I normalized it. So picking up my phone, like we've all done it. We've gone to WhatsApp and we've gone to it again two minutes later. No one's messaged you, but you're checking your WhatsApp messages. <laughs> no, 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 I haven't so, done that. Speak for I yourself. Don't do I don't do that, but cool. You never, okay. Have you never done that? No, no. no. You never found yourself in a period when you've done that. It's okay no, to have no, a problem. No, it's P, it's okay not to have a problem. It's okay to have a problem, you know. No, no, no. I'm not. No, I'm, no. <laughs> not what I'm, saying, I'm, just, I'm just asking a question. Set yourself <laughs> no, no, a daily no. max. Set exactly. yourself a daily max on your apps and you can. No, yeah, well, you can restrict it. I reckon you bring up actually a great point, and I'm going to steal this as a topic for the next time I need to run an episode. And we can have a discussion about mobile phones, whether they're an enabler or whether they're actually holding people back. Uh, boom, yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. So, just to close on this book review. Um, oh, we're doing a book review. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was like a topic, right? Okay, real quick, just guys, Daniel and Olu, because I'm actually quite impressed if this, if you, if you've never found yourself in this particular habit. So you've never found yourself. Going we could do that to... in the next topic. We could do it on the topic when he goes into into the detail. <laughs> yeah, 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 See, Olu's yeah, yeah. backing out, cause so, <laughs> so now, nah, just so I think the book is really good in terms of it lets you just think about time, how you value time, and it gives you some tips on how you can eliminate. And also outsource some of your work with a virtual assistant, etc. Um, like I mentioned at the beginning, there is a disclaimer in terms of not everyone can do it. Um, but there are some people that are in a situation where they can. Um, especially if you're an entrepreneur or looking to start your own business, then there's ways that you can eliminate and outsource so that you can have more time to actually spend on stuff that you want to do and experience life. So dope. Oh, cool. The name of the book Holy again. Gosh. Yeah. The four hours four hours work week. By Tim Ferriss. So I think just real quick, just just one comment on that. I think the, the title is just to capture an audience because yeah. when you read it, you say, I want to sign up to that. I want to sign up to a life where I only work four hours a week. But it's if you're trying to build something meaningful in life, you you will find it's, it's you're never going to be able to achieve anything on four hours a week. So mm. I think it's just to capture your attention. But I think there are concepts as Olu's gone through, which are valuable to keep in mind and try to work on. Dope. Just one final reinforcement of a point that Olu made. If you can afford it, get a cleaner ASAP. And also, mm. if you don't have one, invest in a dishwasher. You save a lot of time and a lot of effort and probably with better results than if you did it yourself. Dope. Dope. I think it's cool. Yeah. So thank you, faithful, <laughs> faithful listeners. Thank you for staying tuned with us. New listeners, you're always welcome. 
if you have any feedback for us, please hit us up in a comment on a post or direct message on Instagram at Take Flight Podcast. Alternatively, email us at takeflightpodcast at gmail.com. We'll see you next week. Stay safe and God bless. Guys, we just forgot one Peace. thing. Though. We forgot one thing. What? Three words. Hats coming soon. Soon, baby. <laughs> All money in. All money in. Peace. Take care. God bless. Take care. Peace. Take off. Take